It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Some things are better in small doses. I'm so like Mackie and Jeb with Rami. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. ESPN 8, The Ocho, bringing you the finest in seldom seen sports from around the globe since 1999. If it's almost a sport, we've got it here. Brought to you exclusively here on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Always wanted to work on the Ocho. I don't know about you guys. Hour two of Mackie and Judd with Rami here on Score North. Coming up at 520. In other news, some of, uh, some of the nonsense from around the world, outside of the sports world. But today is ESPN The Ocho Day. What they turn into ESPN? Is it ESPN 2 that they turned into? It is, yeah. They even, they even turned the ESPN 2 watermark on the screen into ESPN 8 the Ocho. I love it. Yeah. They did this last year for they've the first time. They've been doing time? it for 3 years now. Three this years. is the 3rd year that they've done it. And I right now guys, I'm looking at the complete ESPN the Ocho schedule wow. from midnight to midnight and it is some of the most ridiculous but to me entertaining stuff. Like I'll turn it on for 5 minutes. I told you guys this morning I was flipping through and came across Hedis which is, I'll tell you about it in a second. But it, it's more impressive than anything that I've seen on a field of play today as far as professional sports go. But at midnight and 10 p.m., they're going to run Dodgeball, a true underdog story, oh, yeah. the movie that inspired all of this. Uh, this has all, these are the shows that have already aired. They had the Spikeball College Championship. Yeah. Dude, Spikeball's legit. Spikeball's becoming super popular. I see a lot of bros when I'm out walking yeah. my dog around the lake playing Spikeball. Are you, are you familiar with Spikeball, Judd? I'm not. So it's, uh, here, I have a little, I have a little graphic that describes it to you. There's a little circular net. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. between four people. I and did see that, though. I think. I mean, it's basically like volleyball, but you get rid of the, the net that you see yeah. in volleyball and you replace it with a small little trampoline. You're right, yeah, and you try and eat. You have teams of two, and you you can touch the ball three times before it has to hit. This the sounds trampoline. legit, though. That's almost too legit. That sounds like it could be a challenge. Uh, at three a.m., the aired they aired the Big Buck World Championship Eleven. And no, this isn't guys going out and hunting big bucks. This is the video game Big Buck Hunter that oh. you will find in your local watering hole, and uh, you can play for 25 cents. My buddies used to love that game, by the way. $12,400 in prize money when this thing started in 2008. It's up to $90,000 uh, in 2018 yeah. to play you, Big Buck Championship. I always get a little suspicious when someone is, like, amazingly good at Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> you know? It's like... 
what are you planning to do there? <laughs> What's next, Golden Tee? Is Golden Tee the next thing they show? It's not next, but we're getting there. Okay. At 3.30 a.m., they had the World Lumberjack Championship. You've seen the Lumberjack competition. Yeah, I, like can't, the I can't log watch rolling, that. The and log they show climbing. that. It makes me nervous. I, I've, they, they have shown that a lot, I think. Have they? I yes, don't know. I think I flipped yeah. that on in the morning more than once. I, they got they got to put that on a delay because I mean th- those guys are those guys are standing on logs trying to balance wielding chainsaws. Right? Okay, it's insane. I mean, someone at someone, someone I'm sure saws their leg in half, and I don't need that to be live while I'm watching. Four thirty a.m. The World Axe Throwing Championship. That's another one. I'm good. I'm good on that one. Are axe throwing bars a big thing here in Minneapolis? Because they're becoming a big a thing in Milwaukee. I don't understand. I don't know why we need to combine axes and, and excessive alcohol. amounts of right. alcohol. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, you just They've don't got, understand life, good like, gentlemen. Wait, somebody wait, on, are you, you're no, an axe no, throwing guy? No, God, no. They've got not, that here. Athlete not challenge. That dumb. They've got that wow. here. Axe there, throwing. There are axe throwing places in the Twin yeah. Cities. Yeah. Really? Somebody's yeah. gonna lose that thing on the backswing. God, are you interested in doing this? <laughs> No, I just find it to be completely crazy. It's insane. I don't understand it. I don't get the fun in it. And I, don't, I like Phil said, I don't even know how that's allowed to be a thing. And I'm guessing in Wisconsin, it's enormous. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, at 5.30 a.m., they aired Classic. the Las Vegas Highland Games, which is uh, it's a bunch of common field events, but with a Celtic twist. <laughs> events, such as, events such as the hammer throw and shot put uh, transcend sports, it says. But the Highland Games may be your first introduction to the caber toss, an event in which competitors hurl a full-size Scots pine with the goal of landing them in line what? with the original run. I have no what? idea what any of this what? means. So it's, it's just a bunch of people in kilts throwing heavy things. Basically, basically. yes. Okay. There's probably alcohol What's involved. a Scots with a bag Hold on a second. Uh, 6 a.m. They had the first 51st. 51st National Stone Skipping Competition, which is exactly what it sounds like. A stone skipping competition. How do you win? Is it the, the how how long how long and far you can skip a stone across I guess, water? Yeah. Uh let's see here. The world record is eighty eight skips. Okay, hold on a second. Set by Kurt so wait, Mountain wait, Man Steiner. Wait. How are they counting the skips real quick? I have no idea. So hold on a second. At 3 a.m., we're wielding axes, which to me seems to be excessively dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then at 6 or so, we're skipping, we're stones, skipping stones, which is excessively boring. Like, can't we, can't we get to a happy medium here? Do the, uh, here's I what, think I found the happy medium for you. It comes up uh, at 7 a.m. Okay. Here's what I want to know on behalf of Major League Baseball. Do the stones have a sensor that count the skips? They should. Because if, if they, they do, and baseball is still using the, we don't know what the technology is. <laughs> but the batteries are short. <laughs> at 7 a.m., I think this is my favorite ESPN The Ocho event. Chess boxing. Oh, I have seen this. Chess boxing. This is amazing. 11 three-minute alternating rounds of chess and boxing, yes, both taking place in a ring, and a winner is declared by either checkmate or knockout. So, That's amazing. So I want to watch that. So if you're Bobby Fisher 2.0, 3.0, right? All you have to do is avoid in the ring. If you can just avoid getting knocked out in the ring, you're probably going to win on the chessboard. Likewise, if you're Mike Tyson, can't you just kind of stall? I mean, there's got to be a timer, right? But can't you just kind of stall How on the chess this? portion and just go knock your opponent out silly? How does this work? What do you mean? It's alternating rounds. One round of chess, one round of boxing. And whoever gets knocked out or checkmated first loses. loses yeah. Okay, this seems... Um, so if you are the chess guy and you start w- with round one's boxing, you're dead. Well, that's the 
That's the beauty of the game. Okay, that's when I retire. That's when I retire. That's when I retire from said sport. You better have a little bit of game in both facets, is what I'm guessing. That doesn't seem like, like you might be stronger at one than the other. Like if you're an MMA fighter, you, you either have yeah. ground game or stand up yeah, game. I, in boxing, you or in chess boxing, you either have chess game or boxing game. If you think about how this works, I don't see how one would beget the other as being successful. I don't know, but I want to see it. That's all I know. All right. And if it's seeing a nerd get knocked out, that could be fun, too. 8 a.m., professional arm wrestling. That's pretty easy. American e-cart championship racing is what I woke up to today, which is just go-karts that can reach speeds up to 50 miles an hour. Uh, The Moxie Games 3 Jugglers Under Attack aired at 9.30 a.m., and this is... This is like dueling juggling. So two jugglers are up on a stage, and you have to try and disrupt the other juggler, make him drop one of his pins without dropping one of your other pins. I think Jonathan might have a highlight of this that I sent to him earlier. And this is also this is also pretty interesting to watch, like because they're playing defense while juggling. Wait, so hold on. So, so you, you, you're trying to throw? No. Are you trying to throw one of your? Let's say you're juggling a bowling ball. I think or there, something. I think there are different ways to do it, but the the clip that I saw, and then I could have sworn I sent to Jonathan. I'll check right now. Um, you sent me Hedis, uh acrobatic yeah, pizza. I just don't know what Hedis is. Acrobatic pizza. Yeah, and yeah, there's about acrobatic pizza. Yeah, you know what? You're right. The sound quality was not good on the juggler one. That's why I didn't send it. What to what you. is acrobatic pizza? It's uh, exactly what it sounds. It's acrobatic pizza tossing. So it's tossing pizza dough, but going like between the legs, throwing it way high up in the air, going behind the back or around. So what's Hedis? Hedis. Yeah, let's just jump ahead to Hedis. I want to hear what Hedis is. I have no idea. Hedis is. It's played on a ping pong table okay. with what appears to be a small volleyball, and you can only hit the ball with your head. Hold on. I, it's an, I have a clip of it that I can show you. This is what it sounds like. Seems to be having trouble. He'll try to mix it up by going to his backside. What a save by Sniper, and then he comes in, turning his whole body into a oh. torpedo with a nuclear war headache. <laughs> You can so, only, like once you once you at some point you can only hit the ball with your head. There's no hands, no feet, no nothing. You can't do anything but hit the ball with your head. What's the what's the playing surface made of? What what are the tables? No, it's made a of? ping pong it's table. It's a ping pong table. It's exactly it's what I'm. Legitimately, just a this ping is, pong table. That this guy's is, laying on the table. I told oh, you. Oh, that's what he's talking. <laughs> Wait, so how often do these guys bash their head into the corner of the table? These guys are doing, like, breakdancing moves on the table. It's amazing. It's amazing. This is more entertaining than most professional sports that are on TV today. God bless America. Hedis. Or something like that. Major League Baseball better watch its back with this pace of play stuff. We got Hedis <laughs> coming down the backstretch. Can you show Man. me? Can you flip that computer one more time and show me the guy jumping across the yeah, table? Yeah, one ball? sec. I'm going to give you the full yeah, screen. Yeah, like view. the guy literally dove. Over it's the, a ping pong table. Imagine starting like table. like <laughs> f- like five feet behind a ping pong table and and running straight forward, diving toward the net as a volleyball comes at you and headering <laughs> heading. Can I ask a question? How how do you explain to your family that you're doing this for like a profession? <laughs> you don't. This like, do you get home and you're like, you just tell them, this yeah. family will be on ESPN. Just watch. I'm a pro athlete. Oh, great! Are you playing hockey or baseball or basketball or football? No, no. So what sport is it? Hedis. It's, it's Hedis. It's chess boxing. Can yes. I play one more what? highlight for you? 
This Please is, do. This is from the 46th annual Cherry Pit Spitting Championship. Jonathan, if you could, please. Hey, Mike Cook from Naperville. He's retired, 50 years of age. As you see, he's standing back on that board, uh, Eric. You know, it says here in the rule books, if he's retired, it says denture wrecks will be provided for those wishing to remove their teeth. <laughs> denture racks, denture racks are made available if you want to remove your teeth before before spitting out your cherry pit. This sounds like something I could do professionally. And yes, there was a Golden Tea World Championship. Judd, you were asking about that. Yeah, the, of course there has the to be. The school bus figure eight was another event. The classic Tetris World Championship aired at 4 o'clock. Uh, the Jellies Marble Runs happened yeah, at 4.30. We were just talking about the lawnmower racing where some dope broke his leg. Uh, what stu- was the school bus one again? The Stupid Robot Fighting League. We were just watching that. Those are just puppets. I'm sorry, which Did one? you say the school bus figure eight? School bus figure eight, yeah. Is that where you like it's a I driving think, competition? I think that's a bus race through a figure eight track. I've got a serious yeah, question. That sounds dangerous. Short bus or normal bus? I have no idea. Well, I mean, I could do the short bus. What is the ideal electrician's national championship? That's coming up at six o'clock. Or actually, that's on right now. I think these are yeah, Eastern no, time. It's on right now. What is an electrician national championship? <laughs> They're literally what like wiring a model house. And if they screw up, they're dead. Yeah, I was going to say, is that how you lose? You electrocute yourself? (laughs) Johnny just went down. Ooh, the World Sign Spinning Championships is coming up at 6 o'clock, you guys. That's a winner right there. Slippery Stairs at 7.30. The Cornhole Cup coming up at 8 o'clock. And then the World Cup of Dodgeball caps things off at 9 p.m. before another re-airing of Dodgeball, a true underdog story. That is your ESPN The Ocho lineup for the day. I know what we're going to be doing later. Join me and Dan Terhar this Saturday for Score North's coverage of Minnesota United and FC Dallas pregame at 6.30 p.m. with the kickoff at 7 right here on Score North on AM 1500, scorenorth.com, and the free Score North mobile app. All right, before we get to in other news, we got to pay this off. Rami, someone sent this to us on Twitter here, and I believe this is from Bruzdar Gratterall's Instagram stories, best I can tell looking at the yes. the framework here. And it's a it's a split-screen photo of Bruzdar Gratterall pointing at the middle of the screen, and the other photo is Jose Barrios pointing toward the middle. They're, so they're, they're like, like touching they're pointing fingers at each other, touching fingers. Yeah. Yes. And it says, see you soon. Hmm. And it tags Jose Barrios. Hmm. Hmm. Reckless speculation. Bruzar Gratterall, who is the Twins' number one pitching prospect. He's, let's see here, 20 years old. He's going to be 21 on August 26th. He was out for two months due to injury. But before that, he was lights out for double-A Pensacola. And he's most recently made two appearances, one inning and two innings, for the Gulf Coast League Twins. And he's pitched uh, three total innings, given up one hit, four strikeouts. Could the Twins... Why would he post this? You know what this means? I knew it. Burrios last night was terrible. He's being sent down. Just like fans think he should be. Reckless <laughs> speculation. I mean, that's reckless. Jose, you're not that's an ace. Some and not only are you not an ace, we're going to send you all the way down to Class A, and you and Bruzdar are going to just team up for the Fort Myers Miracle and really knock socks off. <laughs> or or Pensacola it. Double A. Maybe that's it. That's what it is. See you soon. 
Yep. I knew it. It's all over. I will tell you guys, in my range of outcomes in my mind going into that Twins game last night, like how might this game turn out with the Braves calling up, uh, is it pronounced Fontowitz or Fontinowitz? Whatever the guy's last name is. Fultonevich. 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 Yeah, I was going to try it, but Judd got it. Fultonevich. There you go. And uh, and he was great for the Braves last year, but he got sent down this year because he was terrible. And so he's been at AAA for most of the year, and he just got back up. And Barrios has been the Twins' best pitcher. If you said, what are the range of outcomes that could happen here? Uh, worst start of Barrios' career did not really enter my mind. And that's what happened. Nine runs last night. So. So either Judd's right and he's getting sent That's down. That's it. I knew it. I, or I said that on Twitter last night. I'm really, him down. I'm really intrigued by the idea of Gratterall and some of their other big minor league arms coming up and, and coming out of the bullpen for him. That really, yeah. really intrigues me. Yeah, well, they might want to they might want to look into that sooner than later. Do you take, sooner than September call-ups. Do, do you also, if he gets through to you on the waiver wire, Phil Mackey, take a shot on Greg Holland, who so, got DFA today. And by the way, there, there's like four guys now out there who are sort of like this. Trevor Rosenthal. Yeah, just this group of guys who are, are not great, but if you decide that you can fix one for the short term, you might be willing to take a chance on Yeah, the thing about Greg Holland is he's pitching for a team in the playoff hunt. Arizona. I know. Arizona's in the, well, I guess they traded Grinky, so technically. But he's been terrible since July 1st, but you also technically could decide that you see something you can fix. I don't know. Yeah, I would honestly, I would take a flyer on pretty much anything other than running the Cole Stewarts and the Martin Perez's out there. You've, you've got three or four spots minimum up for grabs right now on yeah. your staff that can just be filled at any time here. So, um, all right, enough of that sports talk. Yeah, enough of the hard-hitting sports talk. Let's take a break from it. As we are middle of the week, middle of the show, and bringing in some of the more odd and wacky news from around the world. Are you guys, uh, this first story comes from, uh, where is this coming from? In other news from, uh, somewhere in England, I think. Do you guys have any sensitivities to sounds? Are there any sounds that absolutely drive you up the wall? It's less sounds and more, uh, like, like nails on a chalkboard to me is less about the sound and more about how it feels when your nails are on a chalkboard. So you can't scratch your nails on a chalkboard, but you're fine hearing somebody else do it. I wouldn't say fine. But it doesn't have the effect yeah. on you that it does most. Judd, any sounds irritate you or bother you or drive you up a wall? Judd's like my co-host for five years. Yeah, I was going to say that's... <laughs> I mean, not not really badly. Yes, some irritate me a, a little bit, but I would have to be... They would have to be continual for me to actually grow. I've talked to you guys before about my cantorophobia, which is my phobia of country music. This might be weirder than that. Daryl Murphy, 41, suffers from misophonia, a mental disorder which causes certain noises to trigger heightened emotional responses, including rage, panic, and the need to flee. The graphic design company production manager has lived with the condition, also known as selective sound sensitivity syndrome, for as long as he can remember, but thought he was just crazy for many years. Misophonia has left him unable to see relatives due to their throat clearing, walk out on dates with noisy eaters, and come close to attacking co-workers who click pens. But against <laughs> odds, he's managed to have a relationship with co-worker Kurt Vin, 41, for the last two years, after warning him in advance about his extreme reactions to sounds. So he can't go see family, like, for holidays and stuff? If they clear their throats or too loudly... Or click pens, apparently. What's this guy's name again? Uh, hang on one sec. I scrolled past it. Top of the story. Daryl Murphy. It's Daryl, D-E-R-R-O-L Murphy. Can I say this? Genius. <laughs> 
just genius. You think this is all a ploy? So he doesn't have to see his family or uh, anyone who see. annoys him? Let's see. Family or five NBA games on Christmas Day? I can't. St- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch the NBA. Sorry, you're a loud chewer. i got to watch the Clippers-Lakers game. I can't stand a loud chewer, though. Like somebody who chews with their mouth open. I, I do agree with that. I cannot. St- I can't sit at the same table with you. I don't know if I'm going to punch you. I don't know if I'm going to fly into a rage, but no, I cannot right. sit at the same table Lo- as a loud chewer. Loud chewers or or pe- people who like drink think, a, drink a pop or something and go. I do that sometimes. Okay, but I'm cognizant of doing that myself. I think we have a loud chewer on it staff. Dri- it drives me crazy. I don't want to name any names. No, you should name a name. I think we have a loud chewer on staff. Any of you guys ever eaten with Danny Cunningham? I love the dude. I've had him over for cookouts by my by my house. Not anymore though. <laughs> Does Cunningham chew loudly? A little bit, Jonathan. You ever noticed? Oh, come on! Oh, you can't leave me out on a Jonathan limb like just this. sold you out. Come on, corn dog. What are you talking about? Just sold you out. <laughs> That's basically now his, ta- his taste in mixed drinks very questionable. By the way, Rami, were you here when we were talking about Jonathan's costume? We're going to buy him for the state fair. No. Oh, you have to show him. Oh, yes. This will be official then. It's Do a corn it. dog costume. Do it. And then Walking Rami, look the closer at it. Look and where the... the stick is. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is outstanding. I couldn't see that from yeah, all the way back There's a stick coming from I, somewhere behind and between yeah. the legs. I don't know where that. Lots of mustard on that yeah. thing. So I'm the only one who's going to call out a loud eater by name. You guys are going to leave me out on, on a I, I haven't. I guess I, I haven't spent enough time eating around Danny. I but guess. it hasn't been every time. Actually, come to think of it, when he's come over to my house for a cookout, I don't notice it, but we were having lunch he, Seth, and I were all eating lunch in the conference room there a couple weeks ago, yeah. and there was just a lot of smacking going on. I don't know if he was like, I don't know if his nose was congested or what was going on, but there was a lot of mouth smacking going on. It could have been Seth. I don't know. I I'm was gonna, trying not to look at who I'm it was, text but him right now say, it seemed you, like it was coming from the direction of Danny Cunningham. Are you allowed either? Because Rami just said on the air that you are. <laughs> I'll let you know what the response is before the show's done. All right. Phil? He'll, he'll have to defend himself. In other news... This is a very brief, not even a news story. I saw this pop up in a sponsored post on Twitter, and I just need thoughts on it, okay? All right. It's from Coors Light. And you've probably seen some of these commercials around that that Coors Light's floating around. Coors Light is now the official beer of drinking in the shower. Yeah. Who's ready to take a hot shower with an ice-cold Coors Light? And the ad is literally a guy taking off his clothes... Walking into the shower and cracking a Coors Light <laughs> while he takes a shower. Two-part question. A, has anyone ever taken a drink into the shower with them? No. I'll, I'll raise my hand. I've done it before. I have not. You've never had a shower beer? No. Never? Mm-mm. And B, if not, is Coors Light starting to turn you on to that idea? Starting to open your eyes to drinking in the shower? No, not really. Judd? I've done it before. Um, what was the circumstance? Why do you need a beer in the shower? Why do you need any you food or drink you in the shower? You don't need it, but it's, you know, if, there's, if, it's if, there's, Saturday, if there's a white claw laying and around and dr- outside. And you're day drinking already? You just I mean, are you just on that much of a roll that you can't stop for 15 minutes to take a shower? Again, it's not about need to, Rami. It's not about need to. Life is all about rolls, man. <laughs> and when you're on a roll, you don't stop it. I think it's a... Marketing-wise, it's genius. Yeah, I'm not a big also, Coors guy, but I think it's a genius marketing ploy. The other, the other ads that they're targeting are to women. And I don't I've know seen, seen this one, where, and I like it. Like, the gal gets in from a yeah. long day at work. She's like a single gal in her 20s, and she she opens the fridge, 
grabs a silver bullet, a Coors mm-hmm. Light, sits down, pops it, and then takes her bra off. Yeah. It's it's good marketing. <laughs> I love it. It's I really smart it. marketing. It's the, fir- it's the right. first. It's I'm the first. It's the sit here. Scratch myself. But you know what I like about it? It's the first commercial I've seen directed like directly at women. Beer commercials for have beer? been for men for so long. This was yeah. a Coors Light commercial targeting women. And even like like for the last few years, there's been beers that have kind of they've kind of targeted women, but it's more targeting fitness, right? Right. Michelob Ultra. Yeah, well, that's, you can run up a mountain with your cooler right, and no, just this pound is just, a bunch of Michelob Ultra. You want Ultra. a beer after and a long, hot, hot day. That, and that one is a bunch of people who look like they you know, weigh about a buck thirty or a buck forty. It's the most unrealistic, you know, I get together with all my good-looking friends and we're all in incredible shape and we drink this beer with no calories. <laughs> that's the life I'm living. <laughs> in other news... Dateline Port Charlotte, Florida. Home, I believe, spring home of the Tampa Bay Rays, right, Phil That's correct. A Florida woman says lightning destroyed her septic tank and caused a toilet in her house to explode. Mary Lou Ward tells television station Wink News that the sole toilet in her Port Charlotte home was shattered into hundreds of pieces on Sunday. Ward says the explosion was the, quote, loudest sound she's ever heard and that she also smelled smoke. She says a plumber told her lightning hit the methane gas that was built up in the pipes from... Well, you know what's in those pipes. Mm, that's right. Ward said she'll have to get uh, the toilet and septic system repaired, but she's thankful no one was injured. But the best part about this, as I said, was the gas that was built up in the pipes from you know what was. <laughs> Wait, built so up. like if you were sitting on your toilet when that happened, it would have blown you. It would have it would have blown up on underneath your behind. You know, because I had heard one time when I was a kid. I think it was my stepdad or somebody told me. When there's a storm, yep. when there's a, a lightning storm, you're not supposed to sit on the toilet for very long because it's risky. And I thought, what? well, that's ridiculous. That's got to be pulling my leg. I've never heard but that But then this story comes out here. It was, you're, he was right. That's a thing? Apparently it I, is a thing. I guess the buildup of you-know-what that goes in the pipes can get to be set. I, who knows? That's what happens weekdays, called? 4 to 6, here on Score North. <laughs> Just a build-up of you-know-what. A build-up of you-know-what. That's Just why it's called in other news. Busting out of pipes. Uh, my guy Judd Zolgad loves himself some ketchup, right? But I don't know if he loves it as much as this person in this story in other news. The nature of the crime was swiping some ketchup bottles from a casual dining restaurant in New Jersey. While it's arguably not up there with Grand Theft Auto, it's still stealing and still putting someone out of pocket. In this case, owner Maria DeLeo, who was recently recently closing up her restaurant for the day when she discovered a note outside their door, as well as two bottles of ketchup and receipts. She posted the note to Facebook, which read, Dear Lacey Perkins, a few weeks ago I had taken one of your ketchup bottles off the table because for some reason I thought it'd be risky, in quotations. I am as square as they come, and this is the worst thing I've ever done. Well, a few hours later, and I did it some... Hold on. A few hours after I did it, someone crashed into my car, and since then, my karma, luck, and life have been bleep. I hope returning these two new bottles will restore some for me, and I can stop carrying around this guilt. Again, I'm really sorry if I inconvenienced you the same way my life has been inconvenienced. I am sorry. Signed, an awful person. Judd, how many times have you stolen a ketchup bottle? Be honest. Why are you stealing ketchup? Have you ever stolen a ketchup bottle from a restaurant? Probably uh, probably a couple times, probably <laughs> in my youth as well, <clears throat> when I might have, have been intoxicated. Have you ever drank straight from the ketchup bottle? No, I don't think I. No, okay. 
No. Could we get you to? <laughs> I don't really feel the need to because it's so delicious when it comes out on my hot dogs or hamburgers. Jeez. In in mass too, by the way, because I did learn. Oh. I did learn at some point in time that if you tilt the bottle sideways and hit the fifty seven just right, that causes the flow of ketchup. To yeah, be. you have to tap it with the yeah, knife. Well, I didn't know that for a long tap. time. No, you just yeah, the side. Your hand will tap it. Yeah, the, the side. But you people, hit the tap, people tap the bottom, yeah, and that's no, not doing anything. That's not you doing gotta, it right. You got to tap the side. But if you do it right, then it's just a huge flow of ketchup right onto your burger. And it's Don't you wish you were good enough a person though that stealing ketchup would weigh on your conscience to the point where you no, thought? No, because this person's mind bleep by something that has nothing to do with with what's real. <laughs> Why would you want to be? I think good good people are over. Rated. <laughs> like, think about this person. They're really convinced they did something wrong by taking a. And by the way, the risky thing. Give me a part. How's that risky? She's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. All the ketchup you want Gone for rogue. free at any fast food restaurant. They're not. Grab like six handfuls of ketchup packets. They won't stop you. I know. I've tried. It's amazing. Oh, man. We'll wrap with Roycey when we come back. Noted, I think, noted uh, anti-ketchup man. Yeah, I think he called, me a, child, he called me a child once. Yeah, smart man. And man, that was like person. two years ago. Yeah. You know, TCL not only has the best TVs on the market in America's fastest growing TV brand, they also have their brand new TCL Alto soundbars with wireless subwoofers giving you precision playback, great audio that fills your room from any TV and music from your smartphones, tablets, and laptops. And the TCL 4K Roku TV incorporates one of the best combinations of picture quality, content, and ease of use for all TV viewers. And now the TCL Alto soundbars deliver superb sound. you got a full entertainment system, all thanks to TCL. The newest TCL Roku TV models are some of the hottest TVs on the market right now with the latest Roku operating system, allowing you to toggle back and forth very easily between your streaming channels and your cable or satellite channels. It's the perfect way with a TCL TV to watch your favorite shows and movies and enjoy endless entertainment. In fact, we just had a listener of Mackie and Jeb with Rami send me a screenshot of his living room, and that is right. Nick, I saw your tweet. You got that brand new. looks like uh, like a 46-inch, something like that, 48-inch TCL TV in his living room. Looks very nice. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand, and TCLUSA.com. Oh, and I forgot to tell Rami, but we need to hear about your favorite pillow right now as well. My, not not my favorite pillow. My favorite, favorite pillow, pillow, which is my my pillow, if that makes any sense. And right now they have several offers. That's right. I said offers with an S for you as a special thank you for making my pillow successful. They have discounts on several my pillow products, including the my pillow body pillow, Giza dream sheets, and pillowcases, mattresses, mattress toppers, and of course the original my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special tab on the top right hand corner, and you'll be directed to a special page where you save huge on seven of my pillows products, all using one promo code, and that is North, check these specials out. The My Pillow Body Pillow got mine today. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Just eighty five sixty eight usually is now just twenty nine ninety nine. The Giza Dream Sheets fifty percent off, and you get free shipping. And the My Pillow Mattress Toppers are now thirty percent off. And of course, you can still get a two pack of My Pillow Premium Pillows, as I've been telling you about for weeks now, for the all time low price of sixty nine ninety eight, just thirty four ninety nine. Per pillow. Huge savings on seven of MyPillow's most popular products, including the original premium MyPillow. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on... 5.43 here at Score North. Time for the Score North download today. 
You can check out Minnesota Sports Rewind, where Score North goes back in time and dives deep into some of the most prominent moments in Minnesota sports history, including Twins and Tigers, Game 163, Twins and Ace from the 2002 ALDS, Kevin Love's 30-30 and 30 game, and Kevin Garnett's dominating Game 7 against Sacramento. That's called Minnesota Sports Rewind. It's on scorenorth.com, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts. Also something you can join us on a little bit earlier this season, Vikings Vent Line back Friday, immediately after the game, so you can call in. Talk to Manny Hill and Judd Zalgad about everything you saw and are concerned about in that first game, including whether that relationship between Kirk Cousins and Garrett Bradbury is good after these odd comments about Garrett Bradbury. Well, I'm going to take it back to how much he sweats again. He promises that it's not a problem in games, and it remains to be seen because his shorts today were soaked. And uh, he said it's not a problem on game day, so the moment of truth Friday night. Uh, but apparently, you know, when they keep the, those domes air-conditioned and you get a break on the bench and you can sit with the cooling fans, I'm hoping that really helps. So that's a, a big thing I'm going to take away from Friday night is how tough was it to grip the ball after he snaps it to me. Uh, if it is tough, we might be in pistol and shotgun all year, which Coach Kubiak and Kevin wouldn't like very much. So That's been your score note download. Now back to Mackie and Judd of the Rami. That explains it as Freddie Freeman stands in. He swings the first one and drives this one toward the bullpen. That ball is deep. That ball's hit the wall. That ball is gone. Back-to-back first pitch homers. Wrapping with Royce. So, Patrick, is the Martin Perez starting experiment just about done, you think? What else do you do? My thought today was that, uh, gee whiz, the Twins have 224 home runs and they haven't had a chance to face Martin Perez. (laughs) 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 They'd be up there around 240 if they had a chance to face him. I think he's out. It sounds like he's out. They're not going to admit it. But uh, he will be the other left-handed reliever in the bullpen and uh, probably will not be used in big spots. Uh, And uh, I think uh, what Smeltzer starts... Friday, and then Pineda can come back. To, there's a day off Monday, and then Pineda can pitch Tuesday. And if Smeltzer holds his spot, uh, he, he will just go into the rotation as the fifth guy. If not, my guy Randy Dobnek has gotten called up. Uh, he will be here tomorrow. Now he'll probably have to pitch in relief, and uh, but he would be a uh, starting candidate later on if Smeltzer doesn't hold up. Uh, Cole Stewart. Uh, arrived this morning, what, about 10, and he's back on a, he's waiting for a plane at the airport right now to get back to uh, Rochester. So uh, he might be back for the night game in Rochester. He got set out. So <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know how many days, it's got to be four or five times for him this year, right? Yeah. And he, uh, he didn't exactly, you know, it is funny, though, when Sam Dyson showed up and had to pitch the same day, it was like a big crisis. But uh, Stewart shows up, pitches the same day, gives up five, and what a dog he is, right? <laughs> you know, we don't give him excuses. We give the excuses to uh, Sam Dyson. But, yeah, boy, they uh, they give up 23 runs the last two games. Uh, of course, Barrios, they cannot afford him to. I, I'm very curious as to why they let him stand out, sit out there and take it last night and give up nine. I don't think it's to save the bullpen. I don't think they were real happy with the effort they were seeing from uh, Jose last no, night. I have nothing. I have nothing to say about. It. I have nothing to base that on, except even with the whole balk controversy, they didn't walk out there and argue with anybody. Well, it's, uh, I mean, he's, he gets he, he gets worse in July, and more specifically August and September. If you look at his career, he has an ERA in August of six. 
And he's made, you know, yeah. he's made 20 starts or whatever it is. So he's just been terrible in August for his whole career. I don't know why that is. Yeah, he cannot. Uh, yeah, it just didn't really look like his level of concentration last night was horrendous. And I don't know. I just, uh, you know, just trying to read the vibe. Uh, I wasn't even at the game last night. I was watching on television. But I'm wondering, why are they letting him give up nine? Are they trying to put a little jolt into him here? I, I don't know yeah. what that was about. But uh, it was, it was kind of odd. They certainly need him to be better than that on Sunday. Uh, the Tribe is going to win two today by scoring uh, four runs, I think. Uh, to, that It was going into the eighth inning. Texas had not scored today. Jeez. Uh, it's two they, to one right now, Pat. No, they did get a run. They got a run at top of the eighth. Two to one and Tribe. That, that sec- the second game was a bullpen game for the Tribe. tribe. They, uh, yeah. you know, they started a bunch of relievers, so. Uh, they're uh, they're uh, they're playing a little different brand of ball than the Twins. <laughs> the Twins are playing eleven to seven games, and they're playing two to one games. It'll be interesting to see this uh, four game series. So, Pat, what what do you make of of so Martin Perez for his first two months of starting was one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. He had a two point one seven ERA in his first eight starts, and they so and we were giving him all that credit. Right, for, he can fix these guys. Right. So is the is the moral that they can fix a guy for a while, but ultimately you are who you are because it's baseball? And well, don't you think that uh, you know the cutter was a new pitch? He'd never thrown it. Don't you think that uh, it took a while to be, for people to say, "Hey, look for that thing inside." Yeah. You know, open up and hit it as far as you possibly can. Uh, and I think I think once once that was not the you know once they. T- Open it up a little bit and start taking that weapon away from him. Then, uh, then he, you know, the only other thing he has is to change up away. And uh, I don't know. He can't. Uh, his velocity is. I, th- I thought he threw a little harder. This it seemed like everything was ninety ninety one today. But hit me as far as you want to. He got a Kuna. He broke a Kuna's bat. You know, the first hitter. And he like, oh, okay, he broke his bat. On uh, got the cutter and he broke his bat. Boom boom. <laughs> Like two two pitches in a row. Forty seconds later, it's two to nothing. Uh, it was uh, it was how many they hit today? Uh, at least three, right? I'm not sure. I think it was, it was three was, home uh, runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sano's home run. Uh, otherwise, this would have been the second of the last twenty two games where the Twins didn't hit a home run. Two outs in the ninth, and then uh, Sano hit another one. So that's twenty for him. And. Uh, you know he's he's probably going to hit thirty the way he's going. They're going to they uh, the uh, historic record is uh, they're one behind the two twenty five from nineteen sixty three right now. So that that should go this weekend. All the way Cleveland's pitching, maybe not. Pat, did you hear Kirk Cousins' comments today about his rookie center's uh, posterior I, perspiration? I guess he was trying to be funny, right? He was uh, he thought that was going to crack everybody up, and then Bradbury, according to uh, our guy Collar, he didn't think that was that funny. The yeah. kid that, that kind uh, of sums it center, up. Yeah, pretty much yeah, sums the it center up. Center didn't think it was as funny as he, uh, you know, as he uh, as he thought he was. I don't know. He's clumsy. His attempts at humor are clumsy, aren't they? They're, they're coming from a they're coming from a superior. Attitude, you know, they're not. Correct. They're not coming. They're not coming from humility. They're coming from uh, uh, even his feeble attempts at self-deprecation never really come across as true because you know he doesn't believe it. So uh, he's, uh, you know, there's a he, he, arrogant humor isn't as good as self-deprecating humor they're unless it's unless the arrogance is 
is presented, as you know, I mean, unless the arrogance is presented in a satirical fashion. Right. So, <laughs> as you know, Rami. That's what I try to do. I don't know if it all is They're not Favre-like, yeah. Patrick. Favre was the master no. at that. Guys love that stuff. Yeah, he could have said, you know, he's got kind of a sweaty behind, but heck, I do too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do, do I, does my butt sweat do sometimes? Maybe. Yeah. behind? Sure, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what was the count, Jed, at the one press conference? He was asked 11 questions, and he asked himself 38. Or something like oh, that. I don't think we got to 11. I think it was like 4 and 38. Oh, I think that was like when he came back the second time. Oh. It was 45 minutes, and he got asked 11 questions. He asked himself 38. He was the master of that. <laughs> no, does, does Shank have a bad shoulder? Probably. Yeah, yeah right. Did I lock New York? I mean, that's debatable. Did I send those pictures to Jan Sturger? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You know, my baby, baby dad. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, they. Uh, you know, they uh, probably uh, feel like they should have tried to get Madison Bumgarner a little harder right now after watching this thing. But I, I don't know. Well, there I, is. I don't, I don't know. know if you saw this. But you're you're not uh, an Instagram guy yet, but Bruce Dar Gratterall sent an Instagram post out just a couple hours ago, and it was a photo of him. And uh, Jose Barrios, separate photos together, kind of pointing at each other, and it said, see you soon, to Jose, yeah, at Jose well, Barrios. Wait, it's, I'm, I'm guessing if he gets back are from... Are they moving him up? Are they moving him up or something? He is back, but he's only pitched a couple of times, you know. Yeah. So, I, th- I think he's pitching a double A again now, right? But Lavelle has been talking like the, uh, they've been tipping off to him that they're going to send him up. But I don't think they'll bring him up to the start, do you? I don't no. think he's got enough. Any, I don't think he's got enough innings under him. You know, they can maybe bring him up to him throwing innings. I think what you know. you'll see is I think Smeltzer's in the rotation. I think Martin Perez to the bullpen, and then I think at some point Bruce Dark Radrell comes up to pitch two innings at a time out of the bullpen too, and then they jettison somebody well, else. Well, I've been I've been watching this stuff for a long time, and the Smeltzer will be interesting because when you're kind of this six starter novelty, you come up, nobody knows anything about you. There's no pressure on you. You hope. You know, you pitch good, everybody goes nuts. Now, kid, now you have to be good. They need you. And uh, it'll be interesting. You know, pitching Friday, you know, they get beat tomorrow night. The lead's won, let's say. And then uh, go get them, uh, kid. And, by the way, the last time you faced Cleveland, they hit four home runs on him. So, uh, all of a sudden, there's a little pressure, and it, it, it'll be interesting to see how he handles that. We, you know, he's certainly uh, been impressive to this point, but... Uh, you know, pressure does uh, weird things to people, too. Yep. All right, Pat, we will catch up again tomorrow, sir. All right. See you, Royce. Right, that is right. rapping with Royce. Dan oh, Cunningham has texted Rami McLeod to defend himself, saying, I am not a loud eater, and I chew with my mouth closed. So hmm. Cunningham upset with you. No, like I like I said, you've cousined him in your attempt to be funny. You've you've upset a colleague. Well, I mean, I was funny in the process, but I did say that it. it I'm not. Hey, it's not my problem. I I'm did say. I did say it might not have been Danny. I've eaten before with him where he wasn't a loud eater. The only other Backing person in the room that day. Phil, you see this backpedaling. The only other person in the room that day was social media Seth. So apparently, he's a loud eater. Wow. Schism at score, Nark. Are you going to text him now, Nark? Hold on a sec. <laughs> I got to get my like glasses on. Nark when you're saying it on air and these guys can listen back on the podcast. And if, the they yeah, exactly, if they choose to listen. exactly. If they choose to listen, then I will answer. You volunteered that up. There's only one way to solve this. Yes. 
Cluster fun tomorrow. Live video streaming show at 11 o'clock. Eating? You guys eat chicken fingers the okay. way that you normally would. Just eating. Gets, We're not going to talk. We're nope. just going to eat. Bring Seth in. Okay. Danny. And let's see, let's see who the law leader was in that room. Now my memory is is is, okay, is yeah. betraying yeah, me. Yeah, this is yeah, such a backtrack. Yeah, this is I've might seen, have been, yeah. I've seen this was, Netflix special. It was either, it was I've either, seen Viking cornerbacks not backtrack. It was either this Seth badly. or Declan. One of those. Oh. It was one of those. Oh, two. now you're going to Seth. It was either Seth or Declan. Okay. Yeah. Oh yep. wow. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm wow. gonna alienate the whole staff Shameless. before we get out of here. <laughs> Way to go, Kirk. Uh, by the way, from Doogie on his most recent. Scoop podcast. He said Rob Anthony from the Twins front office strongly hinted that Gratterall would not start when he's up. He'll be a bullpen guy if he comes. He up shouldn't the start, right? No, nah, just have him throw two innings at a time, yeah. like Josh Hader. I think that's absolutely fine. guys out. You can find our podcast, Mackie and Judd with Rami, on any uh, any platform that you listen to podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or the Score North mobile app. See you guys tomorrow. Well, man, what I'm saying people. is, I was right.